You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Hey, uh, Jeffrey Herdens, MXGP of Germany. Um, first of all, let's, we'll start with this. You're okay. Obviously, you weren't yourself in a second moto. You're battered and bruised, but you're okay. You're not hurting too bad, right? No, I'm good, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, like in seven days from now, I'll be uh, I'll be good again. Just uh, on my left, like for sure, I got some uh, skin off on the back, but that that didn't bother me. Just my left knee got like a pretty big impact from the brace, and now there's like some bump growing, like and there's some uh, blood. I don't know how to say it in English, but so yeah, actually there was a big bump, and that 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 brace was pushing on it. And obviously the needle was some liquid, so it was hard to really flex it. And I was already done before a second. I was like, let's get this thing over today and, and heal up. So, um, you know, coming back to your question, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm pretty sure in seven days I'm completely pain-free again. Uh, right, so going back to before the crash, that first moto. Obviously yeah. you led early, Prado got you. Um, the laps after that you kind of settled in, yeah. then you went for it. You got Prado for a second, he got you back. And after that, I feel like you basically saw red. I feel like you were like, right. I'm having this win <laughs> and I'm going to do everything I can to get it. Like it was actually quite fun to watch because you tried everything and it was kind of like you at your best. Yeah. So I actually it was planned like, okay, definitely was planned. He passed me back. But at that point I was a little bit trying to arm pump. But I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I try to set up my, my pace and I'll try to get through the motor. And on the last 10 minutes, I'll try to give it a push and get, try to pass him. So a few times I was next to him and, and already a few times he went, you know, all over the place to, to defend this line, which is fine, you know. I, 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 I you know, he's he's a racer and he's a good racer and he's very talented. But I mean, that cross jump, yeah, sorry, but that's just too much. Like what happened there, it's it's, it's bad, you know. It's bad for a sport. Like when you see everybody kind of see the finish line and then like the two of the four or five main guys just like having a big one out up there, and then one of them is a bit bit but a uh, bit bruised for the second mode. The other one not even racing because he's injured. So. It's not good, and uh, Jorge is a talented kid, smart kid, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he learned from his, and, and I, I guess it won't hap- happen again, at least I hope. Um, you know, eventually, you know, with this happening, you know, as, he has a zero score yeah. again. Um, you know, it's just me, Favre, and Geiser pretty much for the championship with seven to go. So, actually, you know, I need him on my side. You know, he, he uh, you know, by, by taking me out with the crash like this, it doesn't help, because then soon maybe there's a red bike as yeah. champion or, or a green bike. And uh, both of those were just a one-man one, one show while we were three guys, you know, the Orange Army. So it should be bad if not one of us three can get the championship. So I, I hope in the future he, uh, yeah, that this won't happen again and uh, yeah, that he has learned from it. You didn't have a problem with his pass back on you halfway through the first moto or him like um, coming up to the uphill triple the first time you go up. He kind of blocked your line a few times there. You didn't have a problem with any of that? No, when it's on a straight, you can still do something, yeah. you know, like I can still back off and it's fair. But that thing, what happened in Sardinia, we were almost there, handlebar and handlebar, and that could have been a nasty takeoff as well. But this one, yeah, you know, uh, I'm fine with protecting your line. I'm fine with even 
on middle of the straight to defend your line, but to really go crossroaded on the jump, yeah, that's that that. Even I have a lot of respect for for Jorge, and like I said, he's one of the talented guy, most talented guys in the paddock. I cannot tell him that he did a good job of doing that. At what point in the air over the finish did you realise that you were screwed? I'm guessing when you took off, when you I thought... Took off. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you knew that early. You kind of yeah. saw out the corner of your eye that he was coming in on you hard. I, I seen it coming and I just... Actually, I was so lucky because I, I fell on him. So yeah. that... that, yeah, that you, you like rugby tackled him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of attacked him from the back. Nah. But I seen it coming. I don't think he's seen it coming as good as I did. So I saw it coming and uh, I just knew when I took off and I seen him coming my way. I'm like... This ain't gonna be good. <laughs> but then I, st I stood up and I was like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's let's go." But then I seen so many people jumping a jump, yeah. and I see two bikes on top of each other, Jorge there on the floor. I was like, and people still come. I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm out. So uh, yeah, and then actually everything was fine. And then at one point, yeah, just my knee got some liquid in there. But uh, yeah. I was worried about your shoulder because like you hit the ground, bounced, yeah. and then went down on your shoulder again. And I don't know if it was your bad shoulder, but I was like, G like shoulders aren't meant to take two hits, let alone <laughs> one. <laughs> nah, like everything, like I said, everything else is fine, and I'm pretty sure in seven days we'll be we'll be new again. So uh, last thing, lost the red plate. Who cares? Seven races to go. You're healthy. You live to fight another day. Yeah. Two <laughs> points behind. Much better than 34 like a month ago. Yeah. Like okay, today was a roller coaster, but you're happy-ish. <laughs> Like when, when you would ask me this question when I when I send it on the finish jump on the last lap, I would sign for this blind. So, nah, I'm happy with it. You know, definitely, I knew that second moto, my knee was painful, yeah. and and in this track, or you know, one of my favorite tracks. So I'm like, you know, I was I was selling for it. So yeah, today I did lose two two or three points. I lost three points, so two points behind in championship. Who cares? I mean, with seven rounds to go, that two points means nothing. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, put our heads down, and uh, yeah, this week probably. Won't get so much riding in, but uh, hopefully be be yeah strong for the remaining of the season. Don't get much riding in, and just watch out for any rider over jumps. Maybe yeah. just roll everything. Yeah, I feel like an airport mate. People just keep landing on me. Yeah, it's not even funny, but at the end, of the, like I don't yeah. know. I don't uh, know what's going time, on. This time it doesn't matter so much because I know in a few days I'll be good. I'll be I'll be like new again. So I mean, after us, I was uh, I was less happy. Let's call it that way. Okay, uh, Paul Jonas, uh, MXGP of Germany. Actually, a really good day for you. Almost a podium, fourth overall. Uh, there in both motos, there in qualifying as well. Quiet, like you've done this at different rounds this year and made a bit of a splash. Today was more quiet, but still, like great day. Yeah, well, actually, it was uh, not. I was not so happy with my riding, like the first laps, like both motos. I got quite a decent start. Even the second motor, I was second straight away. But then, just first laps, I was way too slow. You know, too cautious and. Uh, I was a bit sick after Sardinia, so now still you hear in my voice that I have some flu. And then like this morning I went out for a free practice and first two laps I was like, oh, what's going on now? Like cannot see really, like was quite dizzy. But uh, afterwards, like in races especially, I was quite happy about the last, let's say, 15 minutes. Uh, driving and feeling was good. So uh, now, now we just need to work a bit harder and be a little bit faster to reach the podium again. Are you, um, are you getting to the point now where fourths, fifths, sixths, they're great, but you're like, I, I want more than this. Like, obviously at the start of the season when you were rebuilding, like, sick was amazing. Are you at a point now where this is a bit frustrating? Yeah, yeah, I would say so, you know, because like, yeah, when you finish, you were like, now I'm four, it's good. Yeah. You know, it's the good result, good points. You know, I'm happy about that, but you know, uh, all the sponsors and everyone, you know, they want to see the podium picture and I also want to be there. So 
that's actually always the goal and uh, it's never so easy especially in a class now because it's so competitive and uh, many guys are really good but I think we are step by step getting there you know especially I would say uh, for this year I have achieved the main goal just to build and get more confident race by race and uh, also now I just feel like I belong there up front, you know, I'm still missing that little extra bit, you know, like with the front runners. But uh, that will come and, you know, we have some few things to work on for next year because like, now it's just back to back to back races. So it's not really time to put in uh, heavy work, but uh, overall I'm happy how everything's going. Are you actually like looking at where you are in the championship? Like, do you even care or is that not what this year is about? No, no, actually not at all. I looked at which place I am and uh, it actually doesn't matter for me for sure it's nice to finish uh, higher but that's the same what I said if you're not yeah. uh, in top three it doesn't matter if you're fourth or sixth actually just yeah the main goal is to get injury free not uh, any any big mistakes and uh, get some decent results uh, I would be happy with a few more podiums till the end of the year um, this track's obviously been around a while and I feel like every year we come here people are starting to get more and more sick of it like it's a beautiful track amazing fans it's like amazing atmosphere but it's very narrow yeah we never really see amazing races here like what is it like to actually race on on a 450 oh it's actually quite tough like uh the rods are really deep but the base is really hard yeah. so it's it's really sketchy and i think for this year you know they made some change to the track which made it a little bit more one line you know because last year you know even before you went on a start straight there was like the double from the outside and inside you could just go single and now that was not there anymore so it was again one line so you know a few things if they would change the track where you could uh, let's say uh, choose inside or outside I think that would be better because now uh, like second more I was long time behind Glenn and just looking for for possibilities but you know one corner go outside and I lose like the touch with him again so I need to work to get back on his ass but uh, it's it's not the easiest track but like actually this year I enjoy it because in the past I hate it like I was bad with the 250 here with the 450 last time we did quite well you know and you also did a flip well. yeah that also <laughs> oh, that, that's still going around on Instagram once in a while I saw the yellow flags out there this morning I couldn't see you would crash I was like not again <laughs> <laughs> but that place that uphill was sketchy this year because like you came in the bottom was so soft and rots and then like so many breaking yeah. bombs I was like whoa what's going on now but yeah luckily no flip this year <laughs> um you say that you need to make up that little extra to the front guys what do you think that is is it just speed and intensity or is it something more specific yeah i think just overall like speed and and, and uh intensity like that's what i told you like from the first laps you know also second moto they passed me straight away in the first laps because they have like the more intensity yeah. because i think if i can stay with them for a longer time i can be there but I want to be in front of them, so it's just like we need to work more on the speed and get maybe a little bit more stronger uh, that uh, we can run that pace for the whole morrow. Uh, last thing, you weren't at the Nations. We all missed you. Um, <laughs> did you watch it? Did you care? Did you follow it? Or did you literally just ignore it? No, no, I watched it. I watched it, you know, because like uh, it was like, yeah, there were only a few GP guys, which is really sad. You know, like racing was actually quite boring. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was nothing to see actually but yeah I like to see the racing and uh, I watch it and like especially Latvia did so well on Saturday oh, they killed it without you yeah yeah they did really well I was surprised actually but but it's good you know they, the, the riders can get some extra confidence so next year we can kill it in Redbud well maybe they're not going to pick you now uh, maybe they've that. realised that without you they kill it so yeah that's possible also you know uh, we will see next year <laughs> yeah, Antonio Crowley MXGP of Germany uh, so so day First moto was good, second moto coming from the back, tough to pass track, just difficult. 
Um, so I guess you're not really too happy. No, I'm really not happy at all. Uh, uh, I'm struggling with uh, some rib injury that uh, I had in uh, in Riola, and uh, yeah, I really didn't give too much uh, attention in the first week because I was already under strong painkillers all the week before Mantova and uh, I was not really taking care about this so much so I just uh, I just didn't rode before Mantova and then I rode at race with, strong, with still with strong painkillers and I really felt okay on Saturday but then on Sunday after the crash on the first moto I somebody hit me there in the, in the start when I crashed and I felt again a little bit uh, strange uh, uh, feeling while riding again but uh, I was too focused I want to really deliver a good result on, on the nations and I was already disappointed that I crashed on the start first motor so second motor I say okay I need to I know Jeffries was on really going for it and uh, I say okay second place I can I just ride my, my pace and, uh, and, and and hopefully Lupino don't make mistakes and stuff but yeah he makes some mistakes Lupino on that last motor so we were a little bit uh, struggling uh, I was listening the the speaker and I was like oh come on you were just we, like what we, the hell is he doing yeah <laughs> come on we had to make it this time we, I mean we, we were penalty then I hear like penalty penalty oh I say fuck now what what we gonna what we gonna do but then in the end we make it by one point so I was really really happy at something that really I want to have it you know on my on my career and then we we make it so after the race, yeah, everybody starts squeezing, 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 and I was so much pain in my. I started feeling a lot of pain in my ribs, and then, uh, and then, yeah, on Monday when I wake up, I was like, de- like dead, like I couldn't stand up from the bed with my ribs and uh, couldn't breathe so well. So I get checked again, and actually, it's nothing's broken with the ribs, but it's like torn. Uh, like three or four uh, ribs are torn a little bit, and and the muscle are really inflamed. So another week no riding, and uh, I arrived here this morning. Uh, yeah, without painkiller, I was struggling a lot, and the track was very, very difficult um, with like very hard ruts with bumps. And when when I was sitting, I was feeling so much pain. I couldn't really have the strength to 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 hold on on the bike. So I say, oh, today gonna be a very difficult day. And uh, yeah, it was like this. First moto, I had a good start, and then I start to yeah, I wanna. S- survive a little bit around the track because the track I think it was very very difficult and uh, I think one of the worst uh, prepared track uh, that uh, that I ever seen uh, because the guys really didn't work at all on the track all day which I think they should and uh, the track was mainly one line and so sharp edges everywhere like a little bit like enduro track uh, like uh, very very difficult to to pass and to overtake and you you have to make a lot of risk to pass somebody so I really didn't feel well uh, all around the track all the day, and uh, especially that second moto after the start. Uh, I I was struggling a lot uh, already the first two laps with some mistakes, and then uh, I I jump in one bump uh, and I was sitting, so I, I I get something in my rib again, like I couldn't really breathe. So I I was thinking, okay, I, I cannot hold on because I mean the group in the back was coming, and then yeah I say okay but I mean 10 plays is still uh, some good points and uh, I try to to, do, to, to to stay here as much as long as possible maybe somebody crash or somebody you know that I can have more more points but then in the end okay 10 plays and 5th place uh, it's okay of course uh, I don't really enjoy the riding like this uh, with this problem I hope this week uh, without riding again I will feel better next week and uh, 
in France and try to do more, uh, try to do a little bit better than this week because I'm really disappointed, of course, about the result. Are the ribs the only problem you're dealing with from Sardinia now? Like your neck's okay, you're not sore anymore, yeah. just ribs? Just the ribs because in the first moment, the first week I was focused on the neck because I had so much pain so I didn't really care about the ribs and I was really doing everything for the tree, for the neck and uh, all the treatments and stuff and now after Majora, after Mantova, sorry, my neck was good. Actually, started feeling okay again. My my shoulder and everything. And uh, but yeah, my ribs start to be pain, you know. And then after the crash in uh, in the first turn there in Mantova, I, I felt again pain. And then all the week, uh, yeah, I was struggling even with sleeping and everything. So I didn't really arrive here with the with the good mentality and with the fun to ride. And also the track didn't really help because it was one of the worst. I mean, uh, prepared I ever seen and. Uh, it's a nice track. It's a shame because if they just work a few places, uh, it could be a very, very fun race also to watch for everybody. Are the ribs broken then? Are they fractured? No. Do you know? Have you even no, had no. scans? No, they are not broken. Uh, they are torn a little bit. Like, uh, I don't know exactly. Like the ligament or? Uh, no, it's just when the ribs, I mean, uh, they, when they bend too much, okay, yeah. they just get a little, uh, not fracture, but it's like, uh, yeah, like... Uh, like weak in that yeah. point, and uh, and and there I feel when I when I'm sitting on the bike that I, I it's sharp pain. So I don't really I don't ever really in all my career had to deal with rips much. <laughs> only one time, like five or six years ago, but was only one rip yeah. and was on top. And now they are the 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 the, 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 the last three on the bottom, and it's really uh, bothering more than I thought. Uh, championship's still your goal, right? Like, okay, it's tough, but you're coming here trying to put yourself in the best position every week for the championship, and if it happens, it happens? Yeah, I mean, the championship, of course, it's uh, it's difficult, but, uh, I mean, I didn't, I, I could just pull out because I really, uh, really had so much pain, and, and I'm not a guy who always, I, I've, I've been riding with a lot of pain a lot of times, but I just want to to keep there, you know, my hopes and uh, and try to, to 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 feel better and try to attack maybe the next races. Uh, still, uh, 14 motors to go and a lot of things can happen today. We see what uh, what happened with uh, with uh, Jorge, unfortunately, and Jeffrey. Could be worse for both of them. Uh, hopefully, they are not. I mean, uh, Jorge can come back soon, but you know, motocross is a tough sport. You never know what can happen. So we try to be there always. And no one in this paddock has seen as much as you or knows as much as you. So this is an interesting question. When you first saw the video of that finish line, what did you think? Like, as a, let's say as a spectator, what was your take on it? Yeah, I mean, Jorge is known by, by a guy who always, you know, try to squeeze your lines. And But sometimes uh, it's not really the, the, the good places sometimes to do it. Uh, you, you need to think good when, uh, when it's... When it's I mean, you can you can stop somebody for one, two, three laps, but I mean, uh, it's tough you know, to do it for 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 20, for 20 minutes, and, uh, and sometimes can happen something like this. But we try, everybody, all the riders, we try to to, to avoid this kind of maneuver, especially when it's when it's held really important in this championship yeah. because everybody's close and. Uh, also on that kind of uh, on that kind of uh, high speed place you know you, you you don't want to do the you don't, you don't want to cross jump uh, and it's the last thing you you would like to do but i mean maybe something happened on the ramp i didn't talk with him so i don't really know what happened maybe he, you know he lost on the rats before because also the the part before the the jump it was fully rotted yeah. and they could just fix it because it's a dangerous place and uh, they just keep like that so 
so, so didn't help the, the track preparation of course on this uh, situation. Uh, that was fun so let's do it once more last thing uh, obviously you knew that Alessandro had been penalized last week but you didn't know what had happened yeah. so once so you fun. sat down after the race and you're like okay let's see what let's see what he did what was, what was your thought then you had the trophy so you knew that it was fine what, what did you think? <laughs> Ah, it was so funny because he was riding like a, like a goon, let's say, because after he hit the I think head... that's fair. <laughs> after he, he hit the head, he, I, I talked with him, oh, but you crash, uh, I mean, in the, in the last part of the race, I mean, not in the middle of the race uh, or, or in the beginning of the race. And he was like, no, last three laps. I said, no, you crash like after 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Oh, because he didn't remember yeah. no, nothing anymore. And he was just riding around like... Like he had a broken neck. Yeah, <laughs> and then everybody's making fun of it, but... He was really, he was really didn't give up and uh, and he kept going and uh, so we really, we really happy that he does it, he does that because I mean we won by one point in a situation where we were winning by 15 points and uh, so he did really everything he had uh, and we saw it and, uh, and and it was fun. Actually one more thing because this is interesting. Um, Italy, obviously you're an Italian hero. There's a lot of good motorsport athletes from Italy. Uh, winning the nations in Italy as Italy did that do much like in like national newspapers news like yeah, actually, did you get a lot of attention yeah actually it did a lot uh, a lot of a lot of attention from the TVs and the, the magazines and everything so everybody thinks I won my 10th world title uh, oh, like, that's, a, that's awkward yeah. so I was like hey, yeah I won so I'm a 10 so I really really enjoyed uh, you know that everybody actually really when 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 the Maglia Azzurra you know is, is in, involved in some events yeah. they, there is always more coverage and more interest so it really 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 helps you know for the sport also to, to grow a little bit yeah, Jeremy Sewer uh, MXGP of Germany it was so long ago now I've forgotten where we are um, improvement today step forward uh, maybe not in the results but just in the riding you were with the lead pack a bit more closer to them um, had a big crash in qualifying. Everyone screamed, so I don't know how bad that was. But I still feel like today was a step forward. First of all, I'm coming for you, Ben, because you missed out today on your interview. Well, Ben's fine, so leave Ben alone. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, I'm just want to say I'm catching up on this. Um, yeah, um, positive day. Maybe not really visible yet on the result, let's say, but still like. It's going up, like it's still an improvement uh, coming from the last few rounds uh, besides some small things again, but I definitely start to feel better. Like you said, I'm closer to the lead group. I start to be able to have the fire again, make passes, come from the back through the pack, still finishing like eight, uh, also second moto to, you know, pass riders towards the end of the moto and things like that. So it's looking good and uh, I'm definitely... You know, keen to keep that ball rolling and go, go up and up from now and try to be uh, closer and closer to the podium soon. And crash and qualifying. Everyone screamed. I wasn't even looking in your direction. Everyone screamed so loud that I turned around because I was like, "Oh wow, something bad's happened." And then there was little you just picking your bike up, just having a little walk around. <laughs> that sounds like you picking your bike yeah, up. Like, oh no, I've had a fall. <laughs> So Oopsie daisy. Died then. I mean, I was like, did somebody see? <laughs> Everyone screamed. <laughs> but it was a woman who genuinely thought you died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a big crash, but it came out of nowhere and it like surprised me. And I didn't really do a, a riding mistake. I just had a good line going there. I like those three rollers, which were really tricky yeah. all day. I kind of doubled 
using like a lip on the right side of the track, which they removed later on because they didn't like that. And then I just landed and I saw already the rod I was going into and I mean the track was destroyed and something catched my front wheel just in a really bad way. Nothing even huge, just some lines, some bumps, which straight away made my rear kick big time sideways and I was just a passenger. But I just made a nice uh, flip roll, landed on my leg a bit. But yeah, you were limping a little bit. I saw yeah, you limping was like, around. Nothing was like really hurt, but I got an impact on my brace yeah. on my knee, the bike or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. But just, you know, it's like a big impact still. And you are like, you just you just need to take a few seconds. You, know? you don't crash, do you? Like, really? I don't feel like you have big crashes. No? Spain last year, you did your flip. And like, I feel like this doesn't happen to you much. I mean, there are people... Unless you're just they, stacking it in practice in the week. <laughs> there are people, they say, I do crash a lot. There no, are some people, everyone says... I, can, every, I know what everyone says. Everyone says you ride on the edge and you hang it out and it's amazing that you don't crash more. That's what people that's think. That's what they say. That's what the Americans say to me about yeah, you. Yeah, I can be true because I was listening to that, um, yeah, some monster thing which is oh, coming out. Yeah, yeah I, I was watching it. And uh, yeah, that's what they say there. Yeah. But I mean, it's uh, true, you know. I I have people always think I'm really on the edge, but I think that's. I mean, if you watch a guy like Ricky Carmichael in the past, he did the same. Yeah. I think that's just how we have to ride to be fast, having being short, having no body length. Oh, it's a short thing. I think so because <laughs> as I, I mean. I think if you are small, you just have to deal with what you got and you need to hang it out and, and get a way to be fast. And I think Ricky, like I said, I mean, he did the same and he won 10 titles or something. Yeah, 15. Yeah, 15. That's not 10 bad. Outdoor or something. Yeah. Supercross is a different story. But, you know, he was the same and I can agree. Maybe it looks sketchy, but I most of the time I feel under control. So that's fine. I feel like now you're going to get faster each week, um, more like your old self. And then I think, like, is that going to make you play catch up with bike setup? Because now your bike's kind of set up for sick, Jeremy. And as you get faster, you're going to find that, oh, wait, that doesn't work now. I'm hitting this bump two milliseconds faster, and now that doesn't feel right. Like, So I guess you're now going to have to work with that a little bit. I did, and I have to. Yeah, the last two weeks, that's what's, what was going on. Because before, I didn't really have the energy. And uh, I mean, we always were searching and struggling and we actually went backwards with the bike because all the development we did in the winter, somehow we ended up like, we don't use that. We go back to last year because we need to go to a base where I know my bike and I could go through that period. And now we, you know, we start to settle in. The last two weeks I've done quite some testing, energy back, good riding days. So it was the first weekend now where I can leave and say, I think my bike is now fine for the last... Okay, yeah. few races because I, I've done that work now in Riola and around before and between Riola and now and and I think now is the moment uh, to just work on myself again and, and be a racer and stop uh, all the bullshit around and, and yeah go back on top I, um, I think you like this track you've definitely had good results here but I feel like every year we come here like people start to get a bit more sick of it like it's quite narrow it's quite one line the racing isn't amazing they made some changes this year that were weird like when you come back onto the first turn like you couldn't it wasn't a split section anymore and it was just kind of follow the leader um what do you think of this track for a modern gp i guess 
I mean, first of all, I I'm a bit disappointed by the changes they made because they made it worse. They they made it more narrow. Like after the pit lane, there used to be a wide open yeah. corner, different lines inside, outside, passing opportunities was gone now. And going on to the start straight, they made a really tight chicane where, yeah, I mean, actually I passed there. So that's, 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 look at you. I passed Glenn there in the last lap. So that's very good of you. (laughs) But still, somehow the changes they do on the track, I mean, they don't mean it bad, but they don't really improve, you know. And other than that, you know, I like this track because of I don't know what I mean it's technical you know you need to deep rods you need to stand a lot on your pecs that's my style I'm not sitting a lot and yeah. I think that's why it, it suits me but I agree I mean for passing and, and exciting racing it's not really good for some reason but comparing it to many other tracks on the calendar I don't think it's bad to come here like for me there is worse you know yeah. or or, or more dangerous yeah. for us rider or or like even th- you wouldn't get angry here because still the track is quite uh, yeah technical yeah. and it separates the riders even though it's hard to pass um two more quick things you're a smart person uh, so um <laughs> kind of smart person <laughs> just compliment <laughs> and i've asked everyone this obviously you've seen the prado hurlings video everyone has seen the prado hurlings video um thoughts as a spectator i guess because you were just a spectator when you saw the video it's hard to be a spectator because you know i raced these guys for 100 percent prado i mean you know okay you can discuss for a few hours you can like or don't like the guys i mean i don't have any hate or love for both of them but for me it's just prado i mean there's nothing more to say do you think i've had i've actually never asked a rider this i think that if hurlings wasn't there i think prado wouldn't have landed on the track because he was carrying so much momentum in like one direction, the hurlings kept him on the track. Basically, like he, he had some momentum on him. Uh, this is hard to say. Uh, maybe he would be close to the edge, but he wouldn't jump off it. No. I mean, we know Prado. There's a building there, so that's not good. No, but he doesn't do stuff like this. He he's a guy he really never crashes. Yeah. If he crashes, it's big or like something strange is happening. But anyway, I want to know what is the average quote? Who is where? Well, everyone's saying the same thing. Oh, okay. It was you. The only the only thing I've seen fans say is some fans have said that Hurlings should have he shouldn't have been like that in it over the finish. He should have just backed off and like accepted second. And but they were like 0.2 apart for the win. So obviously you're gonna go flat out. He goes flat out. I would do the same because you are almost next to him. You carry more drive. Yeah. You are a bit faster. Okay, the chance that he still gets him was 10 percent. Yeah. Let's say. Let's be fair. Okay, for the 90%, he should have closed the throttle, but we are racers. He wants to win as bad as anybody, so he doesn't need to close. And the guy who did close the throttle was Jorge, because yeah. he did. He backed off, because we all knew the know the finish line, really the line is never on the top of a jump. It's more, it's somewhere yeah. on a ramp. Yeah. So the moment he knew, probably he passed it, he closed and he jumped all the way to that side, even though he knew because Prado is the guy who he knows where everybody is yeah. on the track all the time. Like he's like that's his strong point. And for some reason, I think he made a mistake by just. I mean, he didn't do it on purpose. He don't. He he doesn't want to cross jump somebody like that because it's dangerous for himself. But for some reason, he made full on the wrong decision and he did it. So that's that's the story. And last thing, um, you missed the nations. Switzerland really stepped up without you and just came through. Guillaume had a second, Tonus had a fourth. Um, did you watch it? And 
do you think that Switzerland is actually better off without you holding them back? Yeah. Because I do. Okay, I think. <laughs> yeah, I I quit my job at the Nations yeah. in the rest. The rest Red Bud, no, they'll no. send they'll send Mike. Yeah, fuck Red Bud. I mean, they do better without me. Yeah. So, no, I mean, you know, watching it, I'm like, oh, I, let's say I I would have been there and I got a good result also, and then maybe this year would have been the chance to make something happen with Switzerland, but. Let's be honest, behind, after everything, it would be a fake thing. I yeah. mean, we could even win that thing. And I mean, okay, we, you would win, you have a medal, but it's not the nations how it used to be the nations. And that's a fact. Um, seeing as you watch the nations, do you want to have another go at being a spectator? What did you think of... Red, you watched it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Lupino? Yeah, another story. Just... I mean, I start before that. I mean... Lately, these kind of things... Today, again, something happened on yellow waved flag. Sure, you know the story, up and down. But I think the FIM or whoever, it's just a bit out of hand sometimes. I mean, I saw on Saturday, I watched the racing and I saw 10, 15 guys hitting the gate. Qualifying race, I think. Yeah. Second start or... Yeah. And after that, I saw some Instagram videos, slow-mos nowadays, you know, you can see all of that and you clearly see that the gate is moving like, you know, just it it moves before it falls, yeah. about one second before or something. And this, for me, should be a straight-on restart because this is not fair because, you know, you are said that when something moves, you will go, you hit the gate, it's not your fault. I mean, this is just not fair racing and... They just keep going, you know. This is frustrating to see. I mean, this makes us look a bit like fools as racers. Like, you know, you this is like this on a hobby race, but not on a Nations, which should be the biggest event. And then after that, you know, Lupino's... Uh, I saw it straight away on TV and I was like, what? What is he doing? Actually, fun story for that. Today, first moto, I completely messed up my start. Not We don't know yet if it's my fault or something was wrong with the bike. I ended up being dead last. Going into the first corner, I was behind Lupino. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just let's follow him. I will. This will be great. I just have to follow this guy. Well, you know that if you, you make up 30 positions, you get dock 10, so it works out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe he would find a spot to just, bam, we would end up in the lead. And if we get 10 positions, I mean, that's... You'd end up in the lead and then his head would just be like back yeah. and forth. And you... <laughs> okay, I don't want to be mean because... Caro- I interviewed. I asked Caroli, and he said Lupino was riding like a goon. And if yeah. Caroli said that, I feel like we're all okay to say it because we're clearly we're all on the same page. Again, I have a lot of respect for the guy. He's a nice guy, you know. He's, he's Lupino is a nice guy, but I I also saw after the crash because he crashed oh, yeah. quite bad, like he twisted his neck or something. He landed on his back head, or I don't know. He was riding, yeah, like a goon, but I don't think. He usually rides like no, that. It's he like was, he'd broken his neck. Yeah, for me, he had no more neck strength because he rode like uh, every acceleration part of the track. You thought he would fall <laughs> off the bed, like his like. And then he had his big peak on it. Yeah, like it just looked. I disaster. thought the peak was too heavy for him, and he can. If, if I would be behind the camera from in front, I would just not film him. I would. This is not nice. Imagine to show. if he had a GoPro on it. it yeah, like this is just not nice to show to the world. I mean, it's you know he made it happen. Respect for that because I saw his pitboard. It said you yeah. need to pass for the win, and this is like you need to make it happen. Yeah. So I have respect for that. But anyway, so the st- the start issue. I mean, running off the track is fine. Not 
entering the track where he exited it is fine also for me because to turn around in the mud there, get back over the berm doesn't make sense yeah. for me. He would, I would run off there if it would happen to me, go following next to the yeah, track yeah. but very slow and try to go still around that right yeah. corner, around the thing and then maybe yeah lose 15 yeah, spots yeah. and maybe not be that last but maybe be I don't know 26th let's say but he really opened the throttle cut in front of the chum and was in p7 or yeah, something yeah, yeah. and he kept pushing and this was just too much I mean yeah if, uh, this is going too long now but see, so I would have gone alongside pit lane as well I heard his reason for not doing that he said it was like a lake in the middle of the track but my, it's not it wasn't a lake it was a puddle like it wasn't a lake let's yeah. be honest it wasn't Lake Garda it was a puddle motocross bikes can go through puddles so yeah. that's where I draw the line but. yeah you could make it or even let's say he would join the track where he did join because there was no other way I would just stop and like yeah. see okay I was about 30 yeah. 25th yeah. and then I would let the bunch by and really show I stopped because yeah. I gained positions and then okay now I go okay not in the end but somewhere towards the end and then start your motto and then I think official would say ah, okay there was nothing yeah, you, you could do you tried you ended up being 25th okay if then they do something it's stupid also yeah. because I mean that's our sport you sometimes you end up on positions where you I mean he didn't do it on purpose but that's just a bit my vision about it okay well this has been long thank you for doing the interview you're definitely more awake so we're very happy to see you awake and back to the jeremy the little short jeremy that we all like sometimes <laughs> yeah but i never disappointed on interviews no. I, I, disapp I think you were so tired you didn't know what you were doing <laughs> yeah, yeah like i always had the energy to make some some interviews happen so this is well, ben hasn't today so yeah but he did good in the second model so i, I was hoping he was going to pass you was he close to mm right behind you I was cheering but towards the end also I don't know I, near the beginning he was near you and I was I like if we can pass Jeremy <laughs> I made put him down I made a mistake once and then I heard like a Yamaha and I I didn't see it but I was like this must be Ben I was but then after you I felt the pressure from Ben just you like oh no here comes Whoa. the legend the legend <laughs> no I think so he's uh, I mean he's a rookie he needs to take his time that's normal but he I hope not towards me, but he could race more aggressive. This is uh, a okay. Fact. We really need to stop this interview, yeah, but now I need to say well, I need to say this now. <laughs> I said to him in the interview at the Nations that you said he should have been more aggressive after at the finish in Riola, yeah. and he said that he realizes that now, and next time he will be more aggressive with you. So watch out he, with me. Yeah. yeah, but why? I don't tell him to be aggressive. Yeah, but you said on this interview that in Riola, when yeah. your clutch burnt out, he yeah. should have just come in and taken a position. So yeah, I told him well, that. I think he could have. Yeah, but he was. He was like, ah, oh, this is Jeremy. He's a, he's the best teammate I ever had in my life. I will not. No one has him. ever said that ever. Like, I said. It's Glenn. <laughs> oh, it's Glenn. Glenn is the best teammate he's ever had in his life. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry for that. But no, like, but it will come, you know. I think it's better to approach it this way and take it step by step because that's what I did also. And be aggressive in the right moment than do it all the time and piss everybody off like some other people riders in the paddock oh, like, come full circle there aren't we <laughs> <laughs> now we are done that's it yeah, Rene Hofer uh, MXGP of Germany uh, we spoke last week obviously this was coming uh, the MX2 win of the nations was a big step forward for you and our podium today but not only podium you led a lot of laps you were 
close to a win like this is really coming together and podium's a big deal yeah definitely uh, i'm i'm super excited about the first podium um, I finally put it together in both motors. Um, first motor was great. I led led most of the race. Um, then Tom came from behind, um, but I still I, I was still able to to stay close to Tom. So I think I finished two seconds behind him. So it was a yeah really good motor. And second race I actually came from the back, um, made some passes and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm really really proud of, of both races. And yeah, to get finally a podium feels feels really great. And yeah, I think. Now I'm growing in confidence, you know, and I hope I hope I have I have kind of a run now. So yeah, there's a lot of GP still left. So I hope I can do it uh, again next week. Were you um Were you stressing when you were leading that first motor? Obviously, you led in Turkey for a bit. You won last week, so you've done stuff at the front before. But were you stressing having Tom right behind you? Today, actually, not at all. In Turkey, I was I was a bit stressed and ran into arm pump, so that was not that great. But maybe it helped um, to keep a bit calm calm today. And yeah, no, actually, it was a it was like a training motor. It was like like going to practice with Tom, and yeah, that felt pretty amazing. I think for the whole team to watch us. So no, I really enjoyed it definitely. This is like a home GP for you too, right? It's close. Like I would say that this is probably your home GP ish. Like re- re- close. Yeah, definitely. I have kind. Of, I don't have a real home GP, but like seven. Like, yeah, I have like three kind of home GPs. It's Loka, Deutschendal, and Arco, which are really close. Okay. Maybe even Mantua. So yeah, I have a few um, which are really close, and it's also great to see some Austrian fans here. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy it, and also the traveling is is limited, so it's it's also nice to to go back home and and don't have to sit in the car for 10 hours, you know. Look, um, you've been a KTM kid for a while. You're in the little uh, journey that they have going on where they produce champions. Have you felt pressure up until this point to get a podium or do something? Like, has there been any pressure on you just to, even from yourself, just because you're like, I'm one of these KTM kids, I've got to make this happen? No, actually, the the pressure was, was all coming from me. I had no pressure from the company, so... Yeah, it was actually myself who made the pressure a little bit, um, but I think now everything's uh, released. Um, the first podium is is in the pocket, so I can I think I can be even more relaxed for the next few rounds. So this makes you more relaxed instead of going forward, being like, okay, I need to do this again now. Like podiums or top fives is the only thing that's acceptable. Like if you go and get a sixth next week, are you now going to be like, ah, fuck this? <laughs> yeah, it won't be too bad, but I think I think you're just. A- a podium gives you a lot of confidence yeah. and you also see that you can do it and yeah I think that that will help me for sure for the next few rounds also and people forget this is basically your rookie season like it's yeah. not but it, it basically is yeah. so what this is only your probably 13th MX2 GP maybe yeah. less than that so you're progressing quite quickly yeah I'm happy with, with the progress we make and yeah like you said you know leading those GPs it's just getting more and more natural yeah. and and when you have a great start and and you just feel more comfortable in the front and also when you're like second or third position it it, it just in your head it's more natural um than when you're leading a gp for the first time so yeah it's just the bro- the progress you make um when you're when you're a young kid and yeah i'm just in that progressing um time now and yeah we'll keep working and then we we see what we can do in the last few years